Welcome to Know Your Neighbor. I'm Whit Richardson, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Allison Geist. How's it going, Allison? It's going great today, Whit. How are you? Very well. I'm uh, happy to have Mark with us. You probably know him better than me, but I know him as a champion of yes. <laughs> that is a good description. Mark Madison, our Director of Community Impact here at United Wave Northeast Georgia, is joining us for today's interview. He has been with United Wave Northeast Georgia for a number of years, not just as staff, but as a volunteer and as a major supporter of 211 of Dolly Parton's Imagination Library and so many other programs that we are involved with. We're excited to hear from him, hear from his perspective, the journey that he has been on as a staff member, as a volunteer, and then what that's looked like as this year has evolved. So let's take a listen. Welcome. We have Mark Madison today, my colleague at United Way of Northeast Georgia. Hey there, Mark. Hi, Allison. How are you today? Doing pretty well. We're pulling it through. I'm excited, <laughs> especially having you as a guest today, Mark. I think our listeners are just really in for a treat about all the awesome things you're doing with the United Way as well as Community Impact. So I'm ready to hop into it whenever you are. That's awesome. I appreciate it. I've always wanted to be on a podcast um, that people listen to. So excited to be on this one. Glad that it's got started. Appreciate y'all doing that. It's pretty cool. Very nice. Well, people do listen. Hello, listeners, to those couple of you. We're excited to have you on. So, Mark, you are our Director of Community Impact. You do so much for United Way of Northeast Georgia. Uh, I don't know if everybody knows all of the things you cover. Um, probably a lot of people do because if somebody has questions, we pretty much tell them to go to Mark uh, because you have, you hold the answers to so many things. But let's start with at least your current role as Director of Community Impact. What does that mean? What does that look like? Sure. Yes, so my, probably the most current and the most um, obvious thing that is my role is um, helping oversee our grant making process um, and I get to connect with loads of awesome volunteers to help us review grant applications, talk to the nonprofits that apply and help them make their applications as strong as they can be and then now we'll work through you know actually making those decisions and eventually we'll get to the step of how do we provide good um, both be those good partners that we have been in the past and want to be in the future and just guide those partnerships as we go. And then in addition, I oversee our internal programs, but that's the major thing. You've been here for four years with United yeah, four Way? four years. That, it, right about now, four years. In that time frame, you've held a couple of different roles. Do you mind walking us through what that's looked like, how your role with our organization has evolved? I first started more or less working as a volunteer when I was still an undergrad. Um, answering 211 calls. So that was my very first connection to United Way or the organizations like it was. I was a answerer of the phone for 211, our Health and Human Service Helpline, walking people through the various um, things that they needed to get assistance. And then um, eventually got to start being the individual who oversaw our database for 211. So I was part time in graduate school and working part, or I was full-time graduate school, part-time working at United Way, 
overseeing our resource database, making connections to different nonprofits. I remember then I would do a lot of, I would just drive around with like a pack of business cards, first business cards I ever had. And I would just show up at the food, a food bank in Banks County, or I'd show up at a food bank in Green County, wherever across and just be like, Hey, I'm Mark. We just want to know you and put you in the, in the database. And I was like, this is cool. Um, and eventually I was uh, given the opportunity to go full-time at United Way. I was still in graduate school. Um, and I was overseeing 211 as a whole. And we had actually at that time moved our call answering to a professional partner um, in United Way of Greater Atlanta who answers the phone, um, which gave us incredible consistency and professionalism and also added on the layer of we had always had people who could answer in English and Spanish, which was just something we could not pull off with volunteers. Um, certainly not the consistency that, they, that we could with these partners. Um, and then continue to move forward. I was um, given the opportunity to um, learn a little more about our other internal program, which is Dolly Parton's Imagination Library. We send free books to kids from when they're born until they turn five years old. So I took over um, for a former colleague of mine, most recently kind of wrapped all of the community impact things under one umbrella. And that is, I oversee those two programs as well as the impact process. Mark, that's awesome. And I guess one of the things I like about you is you seem like you're just a yes man. Like they ask you to do something and you, you're a yes guy. So can you just tell me, like, do you ever say no? Uh, I'm learning. <laughs> Maybe that's a, a wiser thing to do is I'm learning to say no. But um, I find it challenging to say no when there's a good opportunity. And there have been a lot of good opportunities. So in the times that I could say yes, and when I can say yes, I want to. The scope at which we work is just so incredible to me that we work at a community-wide level. I think every organization we work with and partner with are doing incredible things, um, but I don't know how I could choose one thing to do or one thing to focus on. And the beautiful thing about United Way is I don't have to. Um, we are focusing, but we, in certain areas, but even in those particular areas of early childhood success or workforce development or basic needs, there are so many multi-pronged efforts to meet the needs and I love being a part of the the strategic planning of the coordinating and just learning about each different one and not just being honed in on that one thing though I'm super glad there are people who do. So I guess as a United Way board member I've kind of overseen this process as well but with, for our listeners can you just walk them through the change to community impact and how long of a process this has been and it still is? Yes, I certainly can. It started a few months before I started. So it's been a little more than four years. I'd say I probably would date it about five years since the board voted that this was the direction that we would go, kind of move to, okay, what are the most pressing needs of our community and how can we pinpoint those and coordinate organizations around those topics. Mentioned this before, 211 is our health and human services referral and information line that you are very well involved with. Um, that has been a point of your job since you pretty much started uh, and it has evolved. You've been able to connect with organizations all across our region. You've been well connected to our 211 uh, center and specialists there. Do you mind talking a little bit about what 211 means for a community like ours? I think I heard it said one time um, that, and I, I agree that 211 is your best, it's your best first step. 
Um, and that's the real thing that I would say about for our community, 211 is the best first step. There are so many different directions you could go when looking for help. Someone might say, you know, I need to find some food or I might need to find shelter or I need assistance paying a, a bill or whatever it might be, or even finding employment. Um, and you could point them in any, many different directions um, to this food pantry, that food pantry, this shelter, that shelter, whichever place. But um, if you don't have the wealth of information, the know-how, how to navigate that, it can be really challenging. So what 211 does is it really pairs down those next steps. It helps someone who is in need, they can call the number 211, be connected to an actual person who can hear their issue and so you, you have all of these things going on. This is, this is the best next place to go. This is where you can call next. And then if you want to work out what happens after that, we can talk to you about it. If you want to just call us back after you talk to them, you can, but hopefully we can get you to the place where you can be on a track to get help. And that's, that's the thing that 201 means to our community is in a, in a region where we have so many organizations working and doing really great work. Um, it can be really hard to lift your eyes off of the work you're doing. Um, and what we want to do as 211 is connect the dots for people um, so they don't just know about that one thing they heard about one time, but they can hear about all the many great organizations doing work that could help them or their neighbor or their cousin or whomever. I think that's really awesome. And I think a lot of times uh, people view the United Way is just a fundraising arm for uh, other nonprofits. So I love the things we're doing internally with 211. Could you just tell us a little bit more about Dolly Parton Imagination Library works? So Dolly Parton's Imagination Library is a very cool program where we get to send free books to children from when they are born until they turn five years old. So they get a book in the mail each month. Um, you can sign up normally at the hospital or you can just sign up online. Um, through our website, there are links to sign up and every kid that lives in Clark or Oconee County, born to five, can sign up to get a book every month. We've learned a lot here about your role at United Way, United Way, but tell us a little bit more about yourself. I mean, did you finish that graduate degree? I, I did. I did, in fact, finish. That was really exciting uh, for me. In 2018, I finished my master's in public administration. Um, that, was a, that was one of the more exciting things that I've gotten to do, one of the harder things I've done. What is it about you that like really drew you into, you know, volunteering that first volunteering opportunity with United Way? Like mm -hmm. how did, how did that happen? I remember being in high school and um, there was this stop outside near the post office and on every corner at this red light was a church. There were, there was a church on every corner of this street and it just, I always heard, you know, they're all trying to do the same thing, help the community and do these different things, but I didn't see as much collaboration. Later, when I was in high school, I learned a number of them did, in fact, work with each other to do some things, which was really cool to learn. But at the time, it just blew my mind that so many groups could say they had the same mission, but I didn't see them working on it together at the time. Um, and I, we uh, knew the guy who ran the local homeless shelter, uh, the, the only homeless shelter in Vidalia, and he was a really cool guy, and it just wasn't interesting thing to think about you know they're all trying to do this same thing trying to help people trying to make the make the needle move and move forward what is the thing that holds them back and i think that what i had thought at the time was it just seems like there's a communication issue it just seems like we're all saying we're doing the same thing but are we really connecting are we really recognize that we're doing the same thing can we agree on basically the same goal but do we agree on the same how and i think that it was when i was finishing undergrad or when i was in um, college at UGA, it 
dawned on me that there was a real future in that kind of work. And there are organizations, in fact, United Way namely, that works exactly in the position of connecting people around the areas and issues that they see as most important for our community, saying, we might all work on this disparately. Like I do my little thing over here in this neighborhood, and you do this thing over there in that neighborhood. But what can we do when we connect the dots between those things in those neighborhoods? We get more efficient, we also get more effective. And that's the thing that draws me to United Way, that community level scope of work is just so impactful to me personally. So did you discover it on your own or did someone introduce you to the United Way? I had expressed that that to my brother that was what I was looking for. And um, he, he was like, I want to get involved with something like this. And he said, and I asked him and he said, well, I know a guy, one of his dearest friends, and you both know him, Matt Stevens. Um, and he said, I'll ask him who he knows. And then he connected me to Fenwick Briard, who connected me to 211, which fell into the hands of United Way of Northeast Georgia. And so there was a connecting of the dots for people that really put me there in the first place. But also when I had first learned from Fenwick that community connection was going to, and 211 was going to go to United Way of Northeast Georgia to take over, it was a really exciting thing because my dad um, has given to United Way for the majority, if not his entire professional career, um, has been where he has given, where they have been philanthropically involved. Um, other than their local church has really been um, with United Way and wherever they've lived, not just to like any one particular place they grew up. Say, are you a double dog? I am. That's right. So I guess, could you just talk a little bit about the University of Georgia, your experience there, um, undergraduate, grad school? I grew up in, I said I grew up in Vidalia, Georgia. Um, I went to a high school where I graduated with 36 people. And that was the largest graduating class of my school. And so that really colors the fact that when I walked into my 35 person Spanish 1101 class, first day of college, I was like, oh, this is the size of my senior class. That's, that's great. My next class was 200 people in my intro communications class. And I got pretty used to it in a couple of years, but um, that was pretty big for me moving from a very small town to some people think Athens is small. And I think, I think it's just right. Um, and so it's a, uh, it was pretty mind blowing at the time, but I very much enjoyed my time there, made my best friends in college and in grad and the communications degree that I got in undergrad was, has been astoundingly helpful to me, but then moving into graduate school, doing a master's in public administration, I had the opportunity to really meet some of the most incredible people that I, as far as like intelligent, um, caring and, I don't know if it's as complimentary as I want it to be, but strategic people who are like, you know, I'm trying to make this thing happen and this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to change something this way and it might be small, but it's going to matter. Um, Cause it was very cool that the MPA program at UGA is about half and half full-time students, full-time um, people who are working doing school part-time. And it was just so cool to meet the folks that would, that had years of work experience and I'm working on a project with them and they we're talking about a budget and they're like, well, I've actually done this before. And I'm like, great can you teach me what you know because uh, this is what's going to really be a game changer so that's a brief amount of my experience um, at UGA that I, I really appreciated. What do you hope to see accomplished in our region over the next three five years as, as well as even looking further out? Mm -hmm. I think that when I when I look forward to those to just a few years ahead I think one of some of the biggest things we can set our eyes on that are achievable and exciting or there are some collaborations that are already forming um, some out a lot of them out of the need of the times 
um, and others because they just see the, 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 that it was always necessary uh, to work together. And those might be businesses and their school districts or um, different nonprofits of a certain kind reaching across their region because people don't necessarily stay in one place all the time. Um, and I think that that's probably the place in the space that we can just do our very best to remember that those needs don't just go away. Um, we can keep working on those things together as we press forward, but we can actually move a needle. And I think that having these trackable um, outcome measures for us, what makes the big difference is we can now see, okay, are we doing it? Are we making that change that we intend to? And we can pivot. We can, we can make some changes and actually shift it forward. And so I think that they might not seem as grand as some other goals, but I think if I could set my biggest goals, it would be to see the organizations working on the same topics, working together, not just in a way that is saying, yes, we collaborate, but in such a way that is like, you know, we operationally overlap. We, we do this thing over here and they do this thing over here um, better. So we're going to work with each other to make it, make it more effective, make it more efficient in our community. And that we could see us, all not just our organization but many organizations tracking their outcomes so they can see both for themselves and for the community yes we're moving forward yes this is the way to go and we can keep doing that and this is allison's favorite question but i'll ask it today um, outside of work like what's been getting you excited mark what kind of fun things have you been doing uh, we know it's been a challenging time for everybody but if anybody can make lemonade out of lemons it's you Wow, that is a generous compliment. Um, for, it's been most recently rediscovering Lake Herrick. Um, for a lot of my time in undergrad, you worked, there was a lot of construction going on around Lake Herrick. Um, those of you who don't know, off the side of the, the intramural fields at UGA, there is, um, there's a lake and the many walking trails, and that's Lake Herrick. And there's been significant renovations by Lake Herrick in the past couple of years. And it's just a beautiful little space and there's a, lot, a lot of it. And that's just been a really cool place to go sit, draw, read. And that's been a pretty good respite for us the past couple of weeks. So Allison, you get to work with Mark every day. I mean, what else should we be asking him? Do you got any more, any other questions for him or? I don't know. I guess I could ask very probing questions that I know <laughs> about him, but no, Mark, uh, you, done so much for our organization. I came in, it's been almost a year now. Um, and as soon as I came in, I will say, I think one of the first things you happily handed off to me were some of our technology things, which thank you so much. That was so, so kind of you. <laughs> um, You're very welcome. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Uh, but Mark, you've, one of the things that I think you do so well and people don't realize is you present all about 211 all over our county. You are pretty much readily accessible for those kinds of things. So if people want to learn more about 211, if they want to learn about Dolly Parton's Imagination Library, can they just reach out and say, hey, I want to have you talk about it? Are there specific things you love to talk about when you share some of these? Absolutely. They can reach out to me and do the same. I do truly love to get to tell a new person about it um, because one of the coolest things, especially about 211, is it's accessible to every person. Uh, every person in our region, just, just give us a call, send us a text at 898-211, and you can, you can get connected to us right there, right then. So it's something that if you just reach out to me, I'm happy to talk about it, love to talk about, and because it gives me an excuse to dive into it. 
what the calls are like in that community, in that specific county, what, what kind of needs there are that are showing up, what kind of, um, what kind of resources are available already. And it, it gives me an excuse both to dive into that data because it's interesting to me to see it, but also gives me an excuse to ask them, who are the other organizations doing good work in your community that we may not know about yet? And so I love that request and uh, definitely accept it and would be happy to talk more about our community impact process. And anyone who wants to learn a little more about that, they're welcome to reach out as well. You are involved with a lot of our local organizations. What organizations are you currently a part of? What are you plugged into right now that people should know about? Right now, I'd say the, some of the organizations that are having a lot of the coolest conversations are a lot of our family connections, and I can't, I probably couldn't promote them enough if I wanted to. Um, there's a family connection in every community and in, in every county in Georgia, and they vary in size and scope, but each one is trying to connect the organizations in their community with the families, the nonprofits and other so serving organizations with the families both involved in the schools and otherwise, really. They're always working with as many people as they can. And for me, that's the place where we learn a lot of what's going on right there. You know, it's, but we, we definitely are happy and thrilled that we get to serve all the 12 counties, but we can't be in all 12 at one time um, at any given day. But it's super helpful to always have those partners. And those are the ones that uh, really enjoy getting to be involved with. And so they're, they're moving forward ever and always where the ways they can. And so that's probably the space and the place that I would say right now. Well, I'm gonna take this opportunity to just have a shameless plug. If you're listening out there, go to Instagram, go to Facebook, like and follow the United Way of Northeast Georgia. Um, it's gonna be a great place to see what our partner agencies are up to, as well as get uh, notifications about upcoming volunteer opportunities. Well, I couldn't have said that better, Whit. I'm so glad that you are a part of our team and that you are a voice for United Wave Northeast Georgia. So thank you. And thank you to Mark. We are excited that you joined us. This is a treat. Um, and maybe we'll have you back. That would be awesome. So thank you. I'm sure everybody listening knows it already, but y'all are awesome and you're going above and beyond as per usual. All right. Go enjoy Lake Herrick. You got it. <laughs> Thanks to Mark Madison and to my co-host Whit Richardson and to all of you for tuning in for another episode of Know Your Neighbor. If you ever need any assistance, please remember to reach out to 211. You can call 211 or text your zip code to 898-211. And if you are ever interested in volunteering or if you want to learn more about our community impact model or about Dolly Parton's Imagination Library, please reach out to Mark Madison. His email is mmadison at unitedwaynega.org, and he would be more than happy to help. And until next week, we hope you'll live united. <laughs>